What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Heart of the Matter, the place where we discuss all things life, love, dating, relationships, and sex. I am your host, Mike Zacchio, and I appreciate you all for tuning into this week's episode. And if you've listened at any point in the past, I am so, so sorry that I did not get an episode up last week. I was off from work for like the last two and a half weeks, and I got back last Monday, and apparently... Getting back into the swing of things at work was a little bit harder than expected. I did catch some crap from you on social media and from some of you who I've bumped into in person who I know listened to the show. And uh, you definitely gave me the, the kick in the ass that I needed to make sure that I had one up this week. So we are back. We are on schedule. And it is on Monday. So at least it's not like on a Tuesday or Wednesday or anything like that. But I hope you all had a wonderful weekend and that you were enjoying the remaining weeks of summer before you have to go back to class or school or just get back into the normal fall swing of things. But in any case, let's dive into this week's episode. Now, uh, as you can see, this week's episode is a movie title, not um, that of a song, which I like to go with. And um, aside from the fact that A Bronx Tale is easily in my top five favorite movies of all time, the theme of the episode speaks to parts from the movie so I figured why not I mean it's my podcast anyway like who's gonna tell me otherwise um now one of the most iconic scenes in the movie and then by the way spoiler alert and I don't even want to say that but then because the movie's like 25 years old and if you haven't seen it now then that's just kind of on you but um one of the more iconic scenes in the movie is when Sonny who's played by Chaz Palminteri tells Kolojito that you're only allowed three great women in your lifetime. You know, they come along like great fighters uh, once every 10 years. And then he cracks that he's had all three of his great ones at age 16. And he jokes, you know, like that happens sometimes. Um, now, I don't know if it's because I love this movie or if it's because I'm a full-blooded Italian and I just kind of feel that kind of a connection to it um, or that parts of my family grew up in the Bronx. Um, but I, I've always felt some irrational connection to this movie but uh yeah it could also be because i just overthink everything but i've I've honestly thought about it at different parts of my life you know do we only get three great ones and, and just in in terms of great ones you know kind of like what goes into a great one and how do you know and all these different things and it's something that i've thought about and i've been seeing the clip kind of pop up on my Facebook. I don't know why it's popping up now. Um, I, I think maybe it's because of Bronx Tale, the, the Broadway plays like going off of uh, Broadway like next week or at the end of this week or something like that. So maybe that has something to do with it. But I've been seeing more and more clips pop up on my social media feed. So maybe that's why it's in my head now. But yeah, so I, I just started thinking about it and I figured this would probably be a good uh, topic to try and tackle. Um so I sit there and think about you know, like what goes uh like what goes into a great one how do you, how do you know kind of kind of thing, and I think it's a very difficult thing to pin down because like it's logical to believe that everyone you've dated is great to a degree because I don't think that any of us willingly dates someone who is an awful person like I don't think we say hey you know what. They really don't have their life together. They're really kind of disrespectful, and you know they don't really treat me well. Um, yeah, they're just not a good person. Like, yeah, I want that. That's that. Give me all of that. Like, I don't think that that happens in 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 real life. I'm sure you may 
find that out down the road. Um, but I don't think anybody actually goes into a situation knowing someone's an awful person and dating them. And, and even then, I'm sure there must have been something at the very beginning that made you think that they were worth your time and effort. They must have had some redeeming qualities about them. Um, and I'm sure that all of our past flames have had something great about them because, yeah, I think that more relationships than I think it's definitely in the majority that relationships end, you know, mutually or amicably. Um, and it's not at this. I feel like there's this perception of like breakups where it's like everyone just assumes that just because you broke up that it, it was it was it was big, it was nasty, it, it was. It was ugly. There, there were words said, and there were things thrown, and, and there were massive arguments and whatnot. And I feel like most relationships are just kind of like a, hey, like this isn't working out, or it's much more, you know, reserved than I think people are led to believe. And I'm sure movies and and TV shows and books and whatnot have a lot to do with that. But uh. Yeah, I'm sure that if you look back at all the the people that you've dated, the, you know, there's something about them that you're like, you know, they have a really great quality. But I think that when it comes to a great one in this context, like like for someone to qualify as one of the great ones, I, I think that they need to have the total package. Like they, they have to be someone that just completely rocks your world. Like they should be someone that, you know will change your life forever. Like, you're just with them and you just know that, you know, either this person's going to stick with me for the rest of my life um, or, you know, they just, they've they've done something to me to change me for the better or they, 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 they have added something to my life that will always stay with me. Um, I think that they should be someone who makes you a better person. I think that that's, uh, a major factor that I look for in any girl that I date and certainly any girl that I you know choose to stay with is you know am I a better person when I'm with them like if if I, if I don't feel that I'm growing as a person then I don't understand what I'm doing with this person that's why I, I also try to add that same value to her in a relationship I would I would hope that she feels like she is becoming a better person by being with me rather than just remaining stagnant or, you know, getting worse as a person. Um, and I also think that a, a true great one should be someone who, when you think of them, you go, yeah, I, I did good in finding them. Like, like I definitely got lucky by having them in my life for however long they were in my life. Um, and I'm actually kind of glad, like, like thinking back into it now, I'm actually kind of glad that, and I, and I know that he, it was probably meant to be like some kind of comic relief in the movie or something like that, or just like a wise crack. But I'm actually glad that Sonny says that he had all three of his at 16, because I do think that it's important to signify that, you know, you may meet great people back to back. Like, I've never understood this notion that, you know, if if you date someone and then, like, you break up, it's like, okay, you know, they you were together, you know, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, a couple of years, whatever. And it's like, okay, like, you're 
you're set for like the next couple of years until you find someone good. Like it might happen right away. It may never happen again. It's, you know, I, there, there's no time limit on, on when you meet people. Um, like you may go through a run where you just, where you just meet great people. You may go through a run where you just can't find anybody. I know that I've gone through points in my life where it just seems like, like nothing is, there's just nothing substantial here. Like there's just, you know, like they're, they're, they're good. You know, like I, I have fun with them, but there's like, there's, sh- there has to be more, there should be more. And, and it's just not. And and I can never figure out what it was. And I felt like I was always kind of reaching and searching for something that just wasn't there rather than just admit to yourself like, Hey, this just isn't going to work out. And this isn't, you know, what you want. And it's okay to get out because you know that you're not going to find what you want in this relationship. Um, so Sonny's saying that, you know, he, I, and he doesn't go into any more detail than that. So like, we don't know if, you know, he dated a girl for two weeks, whatever. And then he met another great one after those two weeks were up. Or if he dated someone for six months and then he met a great one or something like that, you don't know what the time is, but, uh, I do like the fact that it shows that, you know, it it could all just happen in a short period of time because I think that people, especially because he says like, you know, they come along like once, like, like the great fighters, like once every 10 years, because you don't necessarily know that. I, I also think that it could be a bad, like for anybody who has watched this movie and who does put any kind of stock into that belief, um, I think it could be a dangerous mindset because if you're... 18 and, and you know you you meet someone you date for two years or something like that and you're like wow you know i just i had a great one and you know now i'm not gonna find anybody for the next 10 years so you know maybe in my late 20s early 30s i'll find my next great one like i, I think it's just it's because it, if if you take it too seriously it could just alter your mind into the it's not giving people in, in your life you know the benefit of the doubt or, or not seeing all that someone is just because you're you subconsciously in your mind you're you're thinking like you know what like this this isn't gonna work out like this just isn't you know it's just not like like I already had my great one like I I can't find like if if I just broke up with my great one like it's impossible that I'm going to find like the next person that I meet is going to be another great one because it's just it's it's illogical it's just it's not going to happen um so that's why I always try to be a firm believer in keeping an open mind and treating every individual, every, every person like it, like an individual, because you know, the next person you meet, even if they may have a lot of similar qualities to the person before them, or you know, maybe you're you know, two or three X's ago or something like that. Like they are a completely different person. No two people are, you can date his twin brother or his twin or her twin sister. And, they're still going to be different people. So I feel like you can't always paint. Like, I think I mentioned that like a couple of pockets ago. You can't paint everyone with the same brush. So, um, and naturally, like while, you know, putting together some notes for, uh, for this week's podcast, I'm thinking, okay, like, who are my great ones? Like, have I had any? Um, and trying to go all, like off of that and, and, Part of me was like thinking about it like way too hard because you know anybody who's listened to me for a while knows that I overthink everything. Um, 
And I'm also like, shit, I'm, I could probably get in trouble for this. But then I'm also like, how many of my exes actually listen to this? So, um, so while thinking about it, I think that I've definitely had one and I've had two at the most. And I know I mentioned some things like, you know, think things that I, I, I think like that I believe like, you know, it should be someone who you know, will change your life, who makes you a better person, who, you know, makes you feel lucky to have them. Um, or, but it's not like there's any criteria for this. Like, it's not like, you know, Chaz Palminteri wrote out the, here's how you know you have a great one, you know, tutorial. And it's like, okay, do they check all these boxes? If you check five out of five boxes, you have a great one. Congratulations. Like, that's not the way it works. So, uh, I just went in my head and just thought about the things that I put into a, uh, into a great one. And, you know, that's kind of the, the logic that I was trying to follow. Um, so, so the one that like, I know like unequivocally, like without a doubt, it is a great one is my girlfriend. And I know that it's going to sound cheesy. It's going to sound, I don't even know what the, what the word cliche, maybe, um, maybe like, um, maybe misguided. I don't know. Cause like maybe like, you have the whole, you know, the goggles that are altering your vision or whatever. Um, but like, to me, I, I just, there, there's like, there's no question for me. Um, and, and I honestly like knew it before we even left for our first date. And, and ironically, like the reason I know before we left for our first date was because of something that happened from the movie of Bronx Tale. Um, like one of the, uh, the other iconic scene, and this might be the most iconic scene in, in a Bronx Tale is, uh, is the door test. So during that same conversation with, uh, between Sonny and Kolojo, he's telling them how, you know, you pick up a girl, you know, from, uh, from our house, whatever you, you get out of the car, you lock both doors, you go to pick her up, you walk her over to the passenger seat, you know, open the door for her, close the door, you walk around the back of the car and you look through the rear view mirror or you the, the, yeah, the rear, uh, not the rear view mirror, the, uh, the, why can't I think of this word? The back, the back window. And, in the movie, grant the movie's set in the like 1960s or whatever, like back when before they had automatic doors. The the theory is like she's supposed to reach over and unlock the door so you can get in, and if she doesn't, she's selfish and inconsiderate. Um, and if you and if she does unlock it, then that's how you kind of that's like one of the first steps of knowing that you have a great one. And now we live in 2018, where pretty much everybody has automatic, uh, everybody has automatic doors, so it's not really like you can't really do the same thing. But uh. Yeah, I picked her up for our first date. I walked over, just opened the door for her just naturally because it's just something that I do and that's how I was raised. Um, and I wasn't even like looking for it. It just kind of like caught me like out of like the, out of my uh, peripheral vision. And I looked over like, and she's reaching over and like, and pulls the handle like, and I just like lost my fucking mind. Like it, it, I remember in the moment I, I was somewhat contained. I know, I know, I remember like beaming, like ear to ear smile and just like, like, wow, like that just happened. Okay. And she, and she mentioned like, you know, you know, the door test, like I know a Bronx tale in my head, I'm doing like fucking cartwheels and somersaults and, uh, and just every, everything that you could think of. I'm like, I like, yes. And now great. Now 
taking something out of a movie scene like this is that indicative of everything that that she is as a person? Absolutely not. Um, but to me, it did speak to, especially in 2018, where you know, you could easily hit a button or like as I'm walking over, I can just unlock it with my car keys or something like that. Um, just the the physical effort to reach across and to actually physically pull the handle so that I can get in. I think it just really spoke to who she is as a person. Um, and in the time that I've been with her, um, I do believe that that was not just an act. It wasn't just something she was doing, you know, to impress me or anything like that. I, I genuinely believe that like, that's who she is. It does speak to her character and, it does speak to the big heart that I believe that she has. Um, and, and then just in the time that I've been with her, it, it's just, there are a lot of positive things. So whether like, I think that we have a, I think we have a great friendship with one another. I think that we, that our communication is, is exceptional. That there are things about her that, you know, I, I can talk to and I can relate to that go beyond just a, generic level you know there, there are deeper things there that that we uh connect to with one another um and it's just and i know like you we met you know probably almost a year ago now and and we hit it off and it just never transpired into anything until you know somewhat recently but i think that maybe that plays also a factor into it that's like i kind of knew back then like hey she's a she's a pretty cool girl like i'd love to take her out and just couldn't until somewhat recently um but yeah so i sit there and tell myself like you know she like ways that i know that she's a great one because if if we were to break up tomorrow um i'm still gonna uh, we're gonna we have we've already made like plenty of phenomenal memories together and and there are things about her that i know that i would take away and that that i would never like regret or, or look back on poorly. Um, and, and there are obviously, you know, just plenty of great things that are just always going to stick with me. And, and I know that she'll be someone that I, that I always think about. Like the, obviously I remember every girl I've dated to, uh, you know, to a, I, at some length, I'm not counting the like, Oh, I went on one date with her. Um, but she's definitely going to be someone that I'll always think about and be like, wow, like, she, like that that was a however long the, the time lasts like you know that was that was a really great time in my life and i sit there and think you know if we stay together you know for however many years whatever that that we would be incredibly happy together and that you know it it would it would never be boring it would it would never be something that becomes repetitive it would never be something that becomes dull it it would just it it would always have a flicker to it. It would it would always have fire to it, and I think that that's to me, you know, something that's indicative of a uh, of a great one. So that's the one who I like. I know it is a great one, um, and the one that I'm not quite sure would be my ex girlfriend. And if my girlfriend's listening to this. She might want to pause it or turn it off or whatever, but um, but it's the truth. Um, I I've told her because we've we've talked about our exes. I know I know people are think it's like this taboo subject, but I don't believe so. Um, 
I did love her. I never told her. I never, you know, got the chance to tell her, but I did. Um, and much of the same reasons of like, you know, like why, how do you know she's a great one? Cause when we were together, life was great. And, and when it, when it ended, like life just felt kind of meaningless and it was just shitty. And it, and it only started to get, like get better when me and my girlfriend like started talking more and what, and even when I met her, like I wasn't really in a place to date. Um, and then just, you know, the more time I spent with her, the more I realized that, wow, I really do want to be with her and I, and I want to spend more time with her and, and she does make me happy and I can't let how I feel or, uh, you know, like I, I can't let that affect me going forward. So, you know, what happened happened and, you know, you can sit and wallow in, in pity if you want, but it's just going to hold you back from better things in life. So if I sit there and said, you know what, like, no, I, I just need more time to to feel sorry for myself, then I, I don't even know that me and my girl would be together, and, and that would be a shame. But, you know, I, you know, people have asked me about my ex, like, you know, like, oh, do you two still talk, this, that, and the other thing, or, you know, what's what are your thoughts about like how it, how it ended and what, it, what's the, just a million and one questions. Um, just, I feel like it's par for the course whenever you split with someone. Um, and my answers for the most part are always the same. They, they were the same as they were in mid May when we split up and they're the same now that it's late July. Uh, like she's an incredible girl and you know, the fact that we broke up doesn't change that. I've never spoken poorly of her, and I never will because there's no reason to. Um, we we were at different points in our life when we dated, and you know, if we if if we were at different points, so you know, there was a significant age gap. If we were closer in age and we were kind of on the same track of life, um, maybe it would have worked out, but we weren't, and it didn't, and. You know, you, you can't go, like, wishing things would have been differently or whatever because they're just, they're not. You know, it's just the way they are, the way they are is is the way they are. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think that, I think too many people, like, re- resort to, like, once you break up with someone, it's like, oh, well, now I'm going to un- unload all, all of the shit that was inside of me and, you know, really just, you know, just, firing haymakers at them of just like you know what you know you weren't all that great or you know what this was always on my mind but I just never said anything because we were together like I just think that's just toxic in general I feel like if you have those feelings you shouldn't be with someone like you shouldn't have you shouldn't be collecting like ammunition of insults to hurl at someone whenever you get into an argument or god forbid you break up that it's like oh well if we do you know I could always throw out that, you know, oh, I never really liked this about her, or I never really liked that, or, you know, she was always doing this, or she was always doing that, or he was always doing this, he was always doing that. Um, I think that's just childish. Um, and for me, like, I, I feel like unless there is a concrete reason for you to speak poorly of your ex, then you shouldn't do it. Like, if they cheated on you, unload on them, you know, and, and but I feel like you could even unload on them for 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 that behavior but i don't necessarily know that you know you should just paint over your entire relationship with this just this 
black paintbrush just because, you know, okay, it's over. Like, all of this is shit now. Just goodbye. Like, so, I don't know. That, that's just the way that I've always thought. Um, you know, we, we don't talk, but, you know, me, me and my ex, but I still wish her nothing but the utmost happiness. I, I think that we can be cordial with one another. If we ever ran into each other, it's not like I'm going to continue walking and ignore her existence. Um, if she becomes engaged or something like that in the near future, it's not like that. I'm going to sit there and say like, Oh, you know, I hope that they get divorced or something like that. Or I hope something, I hope it doesn't work out. Like, no, like she, she is a good person and she never treated me poorly. She like, it didn't work out. It, it ended unexpectedly and that's pretty much the only I guess bad thing that I have to say about it but even that's like not really a bad thing the way I look at it is the same way that my friends my family all told me it's better for it to end now than for it to end a year and a half from now um so I think that you know I think cutting the cord is one of the more difficult things to do in life with anything, whether it's with a friend, whether it's with a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. I think it's extremely difficult to do. Um, and I actually commend her for being able to do that when she knew that this was no longer what she wanted. So those are the two that I could think of. You know, I, I look at the fact that, yes, I am 29 and I do have a lot of life ahead of me. So if Sonny's logic is that you only get three, you know... I don't know. Maybe, maybe I do have one, and you know, two are waiting for me down the road. Or maybe I these are my two, and there's one waiting down the road. Or yeah, maybe you don't get three, and that that's something that I've thought about. Like you know, maybe you get, maybe you only get two. Maybe you get four. Maybe you get five. Maybe you get one. Maybe you just, maybe you never find one. It it happens. Um, you know, I. I I do hope that I have a lot, a lot of life ahead of me, and you know, the reality is that I don't I don't know what lies ahead, because you know, for the rest of my life, maybe I'll date a few dozen women over the rest of my life. You know, maybe I'll date a handful of them. Maybe I'll marry the you know my girlfriend one day. Like I, I have no idea what is what is in store for me down the road. I have no idea what's going to happen. I wish I could look into a crystal ball and see, you know, what's going to happen, but I can't. So. You know, what I do know is that in the previous 29 years of my life, so what's led me up to this point is that I have dated a lot of women and a lot of different women. Um, and these are the two that stand out to me with the most positive reviews. And I don't think the fact that they happen to happen you know, one after the other, I don't think that one negates the other. Um, so it's just, you know, I don't think you can look at, you know, okay, well, you know, she came first, so, you know, maybe you're just trying to overcompensate with the second one, or, you know, you feel this way with the first one, you know, like, you can't really, you can't feel that way about both, like, they're just, they're, they're so close to one another, um, but I've, I feel like, you know, it, that that's not necessarily the, the way it works, um, I think that if you have someone, if you, if you have a great one, you have a great one, and I don't think that, yeah, I'm very big with checkpoints and like and and how I don't think that like you know you need to wait a certain period to do certain things or feel certain ways. Um, I think that if you want to apply the the great one logic, it's 
it's just the same here. Because, um, you know, if me and my girlfriend were to break up tomorrow, like I might not meet another great one for the rest of my life. I might not meet another great one until I'm 40 or whatever. I Again, I don't know what's going to happen. This is all something that is based off of a scene in a movie. It's not an actual thing. Like I said, you, you, you might get you might get three great ones. And they and they might happen like the great boxers like once every ten years. Or you might get them all at once, like like I did with Sonny. Or you might get four or five. Um you might get one and you may never find one. I do think that it is kind of similar to I I'm, I'm I wanna be very careful about how I like phrases. Um I think it's similar not necessarily exactly the same, but I think it's similar to being in love. So, like, you can date a lot of people. I don't think that you love everybody. I do agree that love is a feeling and that it is not necessarily something that... Um, I, I do think that love is very... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I think that love is put on a pedestal. and I think that people, you know, think that it needs to be this grand, overwhelming, massive, just earth-shattering thing and I'm like it's just a feeling that's all it is it's a deep care for someone and it's that's at the end of the day that's really all it is um and I think that you don't feel that way for everybody that you date I think you care about someone I think you can really care about someone but that like that next level of care that like you know you would really do anything to try to make them happy and that, you know, you really do try to put their interests before yourself and you really do try to, you know, think about ways to make them happy, even if it's an inconvenience for you or or whatever. Like, those types of feelings don't always come around. Um, So it's just like, that's why I think it's the same as a great one. I don't think that, you know, you're going to have 10 great ones in your life, um, no matter how many you date. Uh, I don't even think if you date a thousand women in your life you're gonna find ten because if you're dating a thousand women I feel like you're not gonna get to know ten women well enough for them to be a great one in your life but the heart of the matter is that you never know who will have a profound impact on your life or when it will happen um you know I look at my ex and I like we we followed each other and on Twitter for three years before we ever had a real conversation and then we eventually got together when I met my Current girlfriend, like, she was someone that I had to interview for work. And then it eventually blossomed into something more. So, you know, if if you were to tell me when my ex and I followed each other that we would eventually date, I probably would have laughed at you. Because I didn't I didn't know who she was. There, there was. there was no reason for us to ever meet. I, th- I just thought that she was a girl that followed me on Twitter. I'm a guy who followed her on Twitter. And that's about it. Um... And if you told me that the cute coach that I had to interview for, for work at, at a game one day, that you know she would be someone who eventually would like rock my world, then I probably would have thought that you were the one being an overly optimistic, hopeful romantic. But yeah, I think people think that there has to be a reason for everything. That every feeling must be met with substantiating evidence as to why that feeling is valid. Um, if I'm if I'm dating someone new and I actually tell my mo- my mother about her, she she often asks me, "Why are you with her? Like like what like what is it? What why? You know what are the reasons that make her worth your time and effort?" And it's always felt odd to me because 
I think that for most people you date, the answers will kind of be the same. Like, yes, you're going to, yes, there will be small differences here and there because that's going back to what I was saying earlier. Like that's what makes each individual their own unique person. Um, but I think at the end of the day, it's, you know, like those, those major pillars will be there. You know, they, for me, like she respects me. I, I feel like a better person when, when I'm with her. Um, I, she makes me very happy. Like just the, the major, you know, we have good communication, whatever. I, I can, I can talk to her about things that I can't necessarily talk about other people. I, I want to see where things go there. There is something there. There's like that intuition in me that just says, this is not just a, oh, we'll go on two dates and, you know, and that's going to be it. There's something about her that makes me want to see what the future could be like. And again, it may end after a couple of weeks, it may after end after a couple of months, it may end after a couple of years. I have, I have no idea, but that's what I know in the moment. Um, and, and, and so that, and that whole thing is just, has, has felt very odd to me of like, even when people ask you like, oh, like, why do you love them? Like, fuck, I don't know. Like, it, it's, you know, like, it's just, for me, it's, it's odd, because, like, you, what, you need me to write, you write you out, like, a list of, like, reasons why I love, like, yeah, I'm sure I could, but, like, it's just very odd, um, because, again, I go back to, like, love, it, it's a feeling, and I, I feel like sometimes one of the most prominent feelings in in love is that you just know, it's it's just intuition, but like you can't tell someone, I just know. I, I don't know how to explain it. I I just I I know it. I know it in my gut. I know it in my bones. I know it in my heart. I just know, and it's it's like not a valid reason. I'm like ah, you know, like I, I kind of need more. Like fuck you. I don't I don't need to explain myself to you. Like you're you're not in this relationship, so don't worry about it. Um. So yeah, that that's just something that I've always thought about. Like in terms of everything, kind of needs to have a reason for it. Um. You know, if, if you're a Bronx Tale fan like me uh, and or a hopeful romantic, um, I think it's okay to think about the Great Ones theory. Um, I wouldn't invest heavily into it because, like I said, at the end of the day, it's just a scene in a movie. That's really all it is. I think that what really matters in, is what happens in real life. And real life is not a movie. Sure, there will be moments that seem like they're fit for the screen, but a movie is just the highlight reel. Like it's, it's not a true indicator of what a relationship or love or any kind of, you know, deep feeling like that. Like it's, it's just not a true indicator of what it is or should be. Real life also doesn't have like those memorable monologues that have been expertly crafted and reworked dozens of times until it's reached that moment that you fawn over on YouTube or quote in your Instagram captions. Like in real life, there are stutters and, and brain lapses and you don't always know the right thing to say or how to perfectly describe what you feel. So like I said, if, if someone asks you, you know, how you know that they're a great one or why, you know, you love them and your answer is, I just know, I think that's perfectly acceptable and you don't necessarily owe them any other further explanation. And that's all I've got for y'all this week. So uh, I do appreciate you for sticking around for the last 35 minutes, 36 minutes. Um, again, I am sorry about getting about not getting an episode up last week. Once it got to like Wednesday evening, I'm like, at this point, I might as well just wait until next week. 
So uh, I figured I would start crafting some thoughts for this week's episode and then uh, get that bad boy up eventually. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you related to it in any way, shape, or form, please, please feel free to slide into my DMs. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, whichever one is most convenient for you. If you if you have a great one, if you think you've had a great one, if you if you love the movie A Bronx Tale and you have any thoughts about the great one theory, I am all ear, well, eyes, I guess, because I'd be reading it. But uh, yeah, feel free to sign up my DM. So I'm on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mike Zacchio. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Mike underscore Zacchio. And yeah, just... Uh, Send me whatever thoughts or whatever's on your mind because uh, I'd love to listen to you. I'm usually pretty good about getting back to you in a timely fashion. So, uh, yeah, slide in and I'll, uh, and I'll talk to you all soon. So, until then, I hope you all have a wonderful night. I hope you have a wonderful week. And I will talk to you all next week. Peace. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app free for iOS and Android.